Hey guys, I got something a little different for us this week. Uh, what follows is actually some audio that I took from a video that comes from a series of videos that we've been putting out this year all about lie detecting. And no, I'm not talking about like detecting the lies that your coworkers are telling you or the lies that your children are telling you. This is all about detecting the lies that sin has been telling you. So if you're the kind of guy that, that feels stuck, maybe under the weight of despair, you need this skill. You need to develop the skill of detecting sin's lies. And that's what these videos are for. Uh, so y'all listen to this one if it's helpful for you. I'm going to leave a, a link in the show notes where you can go and then watch all of the videos on our YouTube channel. I'll also leave a link to Joe's book, Surviving the Trenches, because in that book, he goes in, into greater detail of the lies that sin has been feeding you and how you can begin to train your mind to detect those lies and then get on a path of freedom. We want to train you to fight against sin. And a part of fighting sin is detecting lies. You've got to understand that what happens when we stumble into sinful behavior is it all begins with there's some kind of lie that we begin to believe and then we let down our defense and then we make ourselves vulnerable to temptation and then we consent, we choose sin and then reap the consequences of that. And so guys, if you are afraid of falling into patterns of sin, what you need to know are the lies that make us vulnerable to temptation. And so in this video, I want us to think about a lie. Um, I have stumbled into this way of thinking. I know you have as well. And so this is one that's very important for us to think about, dissect, and to see it is, in fact, a lie. Uh, this is poison for the mind. We don't want to believe uh, this lie. So what is it? This is the lie that sin makes me happy. Now, I'm a pastor. Um, one of the things every pastor has experienced is uh, you get news that somebody in your church, and uh, sometimes it's an elder, it's a leader, has uh, left his wife. Um, he's had an affair. He's deciding he's going to move on out of his marriage, away from his kids, and uh, he's all of a sudden living with somebody else. And so as a pastor, you go to this person, uh, you have a conversation, uh, you talk to them about the responsibilities they have to their wife, their children, you talk about the sin of lust, of adultery, you talk about all of the consequences, and after you've laid it all before them, in what is really a tight case, something that is so hard to deny, you're waiting for their response, and this is what you're told. I've never been so happy. This person makes me feel like a teenager. I've not felt this kind of joy in years. And so they ignore all of that spiritual counsel. And because they think their sin makes them happy, they joyfully go down that path. Now, guys, what should we do when we begin to have that feeling that our sin is making us happy? Well, there's two things. First of all, we've got to realize that even if it did make you happy, your life is not about you. It's not about your happiness. That's not the center in the fixed point of your existence. That in fact, your life is first of all about serving God. And the question that even matters more deeply than your own happiness is, are you honoring him? But even beyond that, it's not about you in the sense it's about you serving your wife, you serving your children, you serving the church. The goal of our existence is not to consume as much happiness as we can right now. The goal is to pour ourselves out in love toward others. That's what Jesus did. That's what we're called to do as his followers. So that's the first thing, to displace that me-centered attitude. But then there's something else that you need to think about. And this is the fact 
that no sin actually makes us happy. That Paul, he means his words when he says the wages of sin are death. Now, let's think about that. Because there are certain sinful behaviors that seem to make us happy. They certainly give us joy for a little while. We've got to recognize is that all joy produced by sin is temporary. That go back to that guy who's just left his spouse. You know, he might be having a lot of fun at night with this new person. But if he could see the full trajectory of his actions, if he could think about the amount of pain that his actions are going to cause his children, and the way in which later on in life that he really would love to have intimate and close relationships with his son, his daughter, but they don't want to talk to him because of the pain they experienced. If he could be there and really with empathy feel what his wife is experiencing due to her rejection by him. If he could look into his own life and down that road of lust and really recognize the way that this path is leading him away from God, and we know that the fullness of joy is in the presence of God, if he could even see further and see that if God handed him fully over to his lust, that that sin, it would take him all the way to hell itself because that's where all sin wants to lead us. Friends, if with a sober mind he could actually see the trajectory that this sin wants to lead him down, what he would see is, okay, maybe there's a short-lived pleasure that comes from sin at times. But sin never produces happiness. It never produces holistic well-being. That it's only the Lord that gives that kind of happiness. And that sin, it's not just a barrier, it leads us the opposite direction. That if we really engage in lust or gluttony or greed or envy, what all of these sins have in common, they don't lead to joy. They lead to misery. They lead to chain, chains. They lead to frustration. So guys, don't believe the lie. Sin doesn't make you happy. It might give you short-term pleasure. It'll give you long-term misery. So if you hear that lie, if you begin to have an echo in your mind, Detect it for what it is. It's of the devil. And reject it. And instead accept the truth. Righteousness. That's the path to happiness.